Welcome to The Manifesting Formula. I'm Christine Rizzo. So far in our Money Mindset series and in the last few episodes, we covered what your limiting beliefs are around money, which have mostly come from when you were younger and what your parents believed and told you about money. We covered your debt mindset, which is the energy you take on when you handle the outflow of your money. And we also covered how important it is to playing your part as your own personal CFO by being proactive and owning how you manage your money. This week is our final episode in this Money Mindset series, and the topic is all about positive spending. You won't want to miss this, so keep listening, my friends, to find out how you really feel when you are spending your money and why it's so important to feel positive when you spend any kind of money when it comes to manifesting. beautiful friends. How are you doing today? How was your weekend? Mine was super busy. Well, actually the entire week was. And I'm not a huge fan of having somewhere that we need to go to every day of the week. I like my time hanging out with Frank, cooking together, then either getting into the art studio or watching something mindless on Netflix. Not this past week. We had an event to go to every day except for Wednesday. And I have to say, by Sunday, I was super exhausted. So this week, I am catching up on my sleep. (laughs) I love taking naps during the day. Europe has it right. Taking a siesta in the middle of the day keeps the mind, body, and soul at peace. So I don't know if I told you this at all, but since I started creating custom buckles again, I decided to see if I could get them into a store in town. I kept visioning them there, people buying them, the owner falling in love with them. Well, the other day, I sent her a message on Facebook and Instagram. I never heard back from her, so I decided to drive there to show her the designs in person. And guess what? She said yes to carrying them in her store. So I've been busy creating. I also decided to apply to our town's chamber to have a booth at the Fall Art Festival. I'm super excited to show and sell my buckles there. People from all over Central Florida come to the Fall Art Festival here in my town. So that means more exposure. Yes! Now, I haven't heard back from them telling me that they have chosen me to have a booth this fall at the event but I've put it out there and I can already vision being there selling my custom buckles. That's what it's all about, my friends. Thinking, seeing, believing, and voila, it becomes your truth. I've already started creating buckles for the show. So welcome to the fourth and final episode of my four-part Money Mindset series. If you are just listening to The Manifesting Formula for the first time, and this is your first episode, welcome. But I highly recommend that you go back to the last three episodes first and start your money mindset journey there. But for everyone else, welcome back. Before we jump into the fourth part, let us first come from a place of gratitude, as well as getting our journals out so we can add some new quotes to our list. So tell me, tell me, my friends. What are you grateful for today on this incredible day? Feel the love for whatever it may be. Feel the joy for when you think of it and how grateful you are for exactly what you are thinking about. Today, I'm grateful for my oldest daughter coming to visit for a few days. 
I love being able to spend time with her, knowing that she is at home where I can walk into her room, not only to see that pretty face of hers, but the huge mess that she makes. (laughs) I get to tell her that I love her while she's right there and able to give her hugs and kisses. I'm so very thankful. But I have to be honest, I'm also thankful when she goes back to New York so I don't have to see her messy room. (laughs) Okay, get those journals out and get ready to write these quotes down. Are you ready? Here we go. Number one, you can't change the past and you can't predict the future, but you can ruin the present by worrying about both. I love that one. Number two, be you, do you, for you. Number three, you will end up really disappointed if you think people will do for you as you do for them. Not everyone is you. And number four, staying positive doesn't mean you have to be happy all the time. It means that even on hard days, you know that there are better ones coming. Okay, my friends, let's get into today's episode, which is on checking our spending habits. So far, we've covered your limiting money beliefs around money, which most have come from when you were younger and what your parents believed about money, your debt mindset, which is the energy you take on when you handle the outflow of your money. We also covered how important it is to playing your part as your own personal CFO by being proactive and owning how you manage your money. Our final topic in this Money Mindset series is all about positive spending. Not necessarily your bills, but anytime you're spending money. Anytime you buy something, ask yourself, are you coming from a place of scarcity or abundance when you spend money? Regardless of whether or not you're buying is something you consider to be positive or negative, When you're spending money on self-care, how does that feel? How do you feel buying that expensive purse or that online course that you've been wanting to purchase? How does it feel to spend $50 on something that you want? Or what about when you spend $400? Or how about $7,000? How do you feel? What is your relationship with spending money on you? Are you feeling any kind of guilt when you're spending your money? A great way to tell if this experience for you is positive is to notice how you feel emotionally. Do you feel a tightness in your chest or do you worry and feel a sensation in your stomach? If that's a yes, that my friends is a sign to look at this part of your relationship with money. This is a physical indication of the energy you're putting off and it's an energy you're putting off when you're handling your money and you all know what I'm going to say about that. If you have this negative feeling every time you spend money, regardless of whether or not you are spending money on something you want, you are out of flow with abundance. You're telling money to stop flowing to you. And as the spending relates to bills or any necessary items, if you're still having a lot of negativity about this, go back and re-listen to the last few episodes Take that as a sign of the work that you have to do within yourself. So let me ask you again, how do you feel when you're buying things that you want? Things that you don't need. 
How do you feel when you spend money on yourself as an act of self-love or self-care? There is a fine balance between an abundant mindset that helps you manifest and a knowing when something does not align with that balance. It's totally okay and it definitely won't throw you off your manifesting abilities to admit that there are things and prices that you're not willing to buy or pay for. Not that you can't pay for them, but you're not willing to pay for them. Not everything that is valuable will be a match for you. It could be later, but it doesn't have to be a match now, and it's okay to recognize that. For me, a $200,000 car is not in alignment with me right now. Respecting that boundary is showing your money respect. If you're sweating and feeling constricted as you buy something, then please don't buy it. Even things you consider at a higher value, notice I'm not saying expensive, (laughs) like an outfit, a purse, a vacation, or even something as simple as a plant, don't buy it. If it doesn't feel good when you're purchasing whatever the item is, don't buy it until you can feel good about the purchase, until you can get in alignment with that purchase, until that purchase won't cause you financial stress or until you are happy to make the purchase without guilt. Let me give you an example. I wanted to make a change with my hair. When I was younger, I was constantly going back and forth, playing with all different hair colors, but I usually would go from blonde to brown, like all of the time. Then when balayage was popular, I did that and I loved it. It looked amazing. I had no problem spending that kind of money back then on my hair. Today is a bit of a different story. I would love to add a lighter color, but my hair is super dark and I don't want to strip my hair to get a caramel look on some pieces. So my hairdresser mentioned, why don't we put in some extensions of the dark going to caramel? Maybe just like 10 or 20. Since I have a lot of hair already, I don't need that many. Anyway, I was like, that sounds great. Let's do something a little different because I need a bit of a change. Well, when she came back with the cost of the extensions and then her time putting them in, I personally was like, "Mm, I don't actually want to spend that kind of money on my hair right now. I would rather use that money towards something that brings me more joy, not on my hair. Does that make sense? Now, I know the value in her doing the work. I'm just not aligned with wanting to spend my money on extensions. On a vacation? Yes. On experiences? Yes. On paying the money toward my credit cards? Yes. Not on extensions. I get those feelings that don't feel good when thinking about spending that money on my hair for that, which is an indicator to not make the appointment for the extensions. Even if money isn't an issue for you, you can still experience a negative reaction to spending. Maybe it is your way to fill a void in your life through buying stuff. Maybe for you, it's buying love or to prove something to someone or maybe even to prove something to yourself. Any one of these experiences will create a wall. These are signs that you need to continue to work on your limiting beliefs. So if this is you, discover why spending money causes you guilt, stress, or any anxiety because you will reach a point where you will not be able to manifest any more for yourself if you don't do the work. Now, I'm definitely not trying to give you any kind of excuses to not pay your bills. There are ways that you can get in alignment before making the purchase. You can step away by recentering yourself, 
Create a list of the value that it brings. Visualize your abundance. Do whatever you need to do to get those high vibes going before you check out, meaning before you hit the send button when paying your bills online. Remember, you want to keep the flow around your money positive. Sometimes people get into the battle of going back to their beliefs, even when they've come into money. Yes, it's great to be conscious of your spending and responsible with your money. But if you're too thrifty with what you're not spending, that tells the universe that you think this money may not last. It may disappear at any moment and it must be held onto. You want to treat your money like you're in a relationship with it and no relationship with another likes when you cling to them and when you smother them. If this is a concern for you, work to find a balance between spending and saving. Find things to invest in that make you feel good and more abundant, that are in alignment with the new level of a lifestyle that you've reached or that you want to reach. Stretch a little in order to grow, but do not stretch so much that you're out of balance. So I want you to ask yourself, what does spending money mean to you? If you can afford something, and you still struggle to buy nice things for yourself that you want, then you need to spend some time working on your limiting beliefs behind letting go and being thrifty. Thriftiness is scarcity. Mindful spending and investing is abundance. You need to be present with your money at all times. Don't buy something just because you can if you don't really want it. Remember, it's a relationship based on a mutual respect. No one likes to be used. Yes, be abundant and know that money is always flowing to you, but make sure that the purchase is in alignment with your life. Let me repeat this again to you. Do not spend your money if it isn't going to be a positive experience for you. Another mistake I see people make when they first find out about manifesting and they're so eager to start is they overindulge. The idea of acting as if is great. But acting as if can only get you so far if you aren't an energetic match yet. People that jump onto this one portion of manifesting can get themselves into a lot of trouble. And then instead of recognizing the work they still need to do, discount the whole idea of manifesting. Oh, I just need to spend more money to receive. Great. And then they go blow their money, rack up a lot of debt, pretending to feel like a millionaire by spending like a millionaire without doing any of the other work to become an energetic match. Think about all of the tips we've already covered over the past few weeks. Assuming you've begun the work, you're already so much more aligned with money. Now, imagine just knowing one part of how to attract and then going for it. This is like getting into the car for a road trip without any gas in the car. You can't get to where you want to be by focusing on only one part of manifesting. The acting as if, which happens to be the law of assumption, this one way of thinking stresses people out and causes them to not create what they are wanting, which is what I've explained in episode 76, the law of assumption and how it works. It's not as simple as just assuming the role. There is much more to manifesting than the law of assumption. It's getting in touch with your limiting beliefs and learning to think certain thoughts by deliberately thinking. You have to do the internal work. Spending recklessly is a great way to prove your ego right, but it's definitely not a great way to manifest abundance.
I will never tell you to spend your money just because you can. I'll never tell you that reckless spending will ensure that money comes back to you because it won't. Yes, spending is a part of the flow, but spend in a way that shows respect for your money. Spend positively to boost your monetary relationship. Treat your money like your friend. Don't dump it at the first sign of a new opportunity. Do not binge spend thinking that this is how to get more money. Binging is not in alignment with abundance. Binging is the essence of scarcity. I'm not saying to never buy high-priced items, but there is a way to do it that could give you a more positive spending experience. So let's talk about that for a second. There is a way to have luxury items around you that make you feel abundant without breaking your bank account, your debit card, or your credit card. Instead of buying Prada, Louis Vuitton, or Gucci, or whatever your favorite brand is for you at full cost, why not buy it from a secondhand shop like Poshmark or eBay? If that fits your budget better and gets you the luxury items you want, wouldn't that make you feel happier? Wouldn't that make you have a more positive relationship with that money as you spend it? This right here is reasonable decision-making. If you want the luxury, but the monetary value of an item is not yet aligned with your money management, then look for alternative ways to purchase the items that you are wanting. I can't tell you how many times people have told me, well, I'm trying to manifest more wealth into my life, so I'm going to go out and buy all these name brands that all the wealthy people have in order to become like them, someone that can afford these things. They're trying to step into the identity of someone who has the things they want. However, they haven't done the internal work that makes the spending of that money positive. And because they haven't done the energetic work, they're buying these brand names feeling stressed as they swipe. Then they're worried about actually not being able to pay the bill. And when the bill comes, they're wondering why they haven't manifested the money that they've been wanting because their mindset wasn't aligned with that kind of money. Their mindset was still stuck in lack, worry, and stress. You can't outmanifest a scarce mindset. Let me repeat that again. You can't outmanifest a scarcity mindset. All of your money experiences need to be positive in whatever way that means for you. This will be different for all of us. I wouldn't feel good spending $1,000 on motorcycle parts, but I would feel really good spending $1,000 on a trip to Greece. You might not want to spend $1,000 on a purse, but you might want to spend that on a course or a life coach because that provides value for you. Do you see what I mean? The purchase needs to align with your wants, needs, desires, and money mindset. All this being said, it is good to stretch yourself a little. You have to get out of the comfort zone of having what you currently have. And stretching what you choose to invest in for yourself can be a good way to do this. But you need to stretch a little at a time so you don't shock your system, which can cause financial stress for you. You don't want to backtrack. You want to make sure you're learning how to be the person who has this kind of money. This is actually why most lottery winners lose all of their money within a few years. They never learned how to be the person who has that kind of money energetically. So the money is repelled and it doesn't replenish. I want to leave you with one last piece of advice before we wrap up this episode. You've heard all of my tips and now you're ready to start manifesting more money. But how much money? What feels right for you? What amount are you aligned with right now? If you want to be a millionaire, 
but you haven't even hit six figures yet, don't try to manifest a million dollars right away. Start with manifesting six figures. Your brain won't be able to go right to a million dollars unless you truly believe that you can manifest that amount of money without any trace of fear, doubt, or anxiety. You don't want to set yourself up for failure, which is why most people give up on manifesting. If the number scares you, you won't be able to manifest it. Instead of a million dollars, start with six figures like 150,000, then move up to 250,000. Then you can go to 400,000 and so on. You have to become the millionaire mentally before you can manifest it. A millionaire would never have any fear about making another million dollars. They expect it. You have to be in alignment with this amount of money first. To be honest, this is what I'm working on right now. I'm halfway there, but the idea of a million dollars still excites and scares me. Until I can overcome this and get into alignment with the seven figures I want, I won't be in a position to receive it. But I know what I need to work on and to get there. So it's only a matter of time. And it's only a matter of time for you too. You can have any level of money you want, but you need to work on your mindset first to get there. I hope these last four weeks have given you the inspiration you need to get you started on your money mindset journey. So let's recap on what we've covered. You want to work on identifying and transforming your limiting beliefs around money. You need to work on these subconscious beliefs to ensure that you're not energetically repelling money based on concepts that you inherited from your parents, grandparents, or whoever raised you when you were younger. You want to evaluate your relationship with debt. Are you approaching your outflow money from a place of abundance or are you freaking out when you pay your bills? Remember that every payment is chosen. Every bill is asked for. Send love and gratitude to your bills for the abundance they represent in your life. Become your own CFO. Learn to speak the language of your money and cultivate an understanding of how it works. Make an effort to become educated in normal money discussions. Spend your money from a place of positivity. Spend in a way that feels good and aligned. Do not engage with your money when you're feeling any kind of stress, overwhelm, confusion, or from a place of entitlement. Thank you all for listening to The Manifesting Formula, and thank you for sharing this podcast with everyone you know. I know I haven't shared this with you in a while, but we have over 86,000 downloads and we are being listened to in over 4,200 cities around the world. That is amazing, my friends. And I have all of you to thank. Keep spreading the word. If you haven't already joined the Manifesting Formula Tribe on Facebook, please do. We already have over 500 members. I created this Facebook group for all of you to ask whatever questions you may have on manifesting. So please take advantage of it. Have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world. Sending you all so much love, peace, and abundance. And if no one has told you today, I love you. See you all next Wednesday. Until then, go out and practice those manifesting skills of yours. Bye, my friends. What we teach you at the Life Coach Academy is more than a program. It's an experience that changes your life. Through this unique program, you will discover who you really are. And in turn, you will help your clients become who they've always wanted to be. 
Coaching is more than a career, it's a calling. Our program is founded on the formula of life, love, and gratitude. We go above and beyond to make sure that when you certify with us as a life and spiritual coach, you have not only transformed to your best self, but you have everything you need to become the best in your career. We give you far more than a certification. We give you a proven method that works. We integrate life coaching, energy, intuition, and spirituality all in one very comprehensive program. The experience you will go through is transformational. So, are you ready for a whole new life? <music>